1: Yak Gadget for all your fine kayak fishing accessory needs. Go to yakgadget.com. Eastport Marina on the beautiful shores of Dale Hollow Lake for all your lodging, kayaking, and fishing needs. Go to eastport.info. Now, let's get this show started. Boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Done, another man. wonderful show. Hi, Jay. Hi, Ryan. I doing, am uh, currently sharing this up on the old <laughs> Facebook. If y'all are in here, please do the same. Let's get some folks in here. and have a pretty epic conversation. I heard something about gators in the swamp with a stand-up paddle board before we started. So, uh, yeah, that ain't my cup of tea, but uh, we're going to hear about it. We're going to hear about it. Along with a couple of uh, other great things, Um, a couple quick announcements. The Kayak Fantasy Fishing League, Uh, Susie just messaged me, the rosters are up to date. You guys can set uh, all your rosters for the upcoming event currently uh, taking place on Toledo Bend this weekend, the first Hobie event of the year, sold out, 200 anglers, Let's go. I've already seen a bunch of big fish pictures coming in on the old social medias. So that's always nice. And then uh, just a friendly reminder Dale Hollow events coming up end of April or end of April, end of March, beginning of April. Uh, it's actually the weekend of April 2nd and 3rd down at the beautiful Eastport Marina. Uh, the link to Turney X is down in the description. If you guys are listening on the podcast in the car, in the garage, on your way to Toledo Bend, uh, you can get signed up for that down in the uh, down in the show uh, show chat. All that stuff is there. Uh, Jay is posting these links in the wrong chat. Um, I don't have
2: access to the regular comment one, man. Like I'm I'm a visitor on this podcast through this link.
1: Last week you just did so well. And this this week (laughs) because
2: I was handing them to you.
1: (laughs) Like I am now. This week, this week, uh Jay Slacken might have to uh you know deduct some money out of his paycheck this week.
2: I'm gonna have to yeah,
1: okay. (laughs) I'm definitely gonna be negative then because it was negative before. So uh, you guys can get signed up for that stuff. Uh, like I said, all the stuff's in the show notes, all the infos on tourney acts. Uh, we got, uh, we got uh, two local kayak trails joining us uh, from Tennessee, central Tennessee kayak anglers and the Cumberland kayak trail as well. So, Uh, If you guys fish those uh, two clubs, you guys can get points towards your clubs and all that good stuff. I know that's getting announced later this week. I'm probably spilling some beans. I probably shouldn't, but that's what I do. So you're welcome. Uh, (laughs) I spill beans. uh, We got anything else? Anything else? Am I forgetting anything? No.
2: I think we're okay for right now.
1: We got uh, John Big Daddy Rap in the house. He says he's looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to seeing you brother it's been too long i think the last time i saw rap was down at iCast that was back in july that's shorter than me i haven't I'm, seen big daddy rapping in a long time i might shed a tear right now we got <laughs> frank profilone in the house sup slayers uh i know uh there's going to be a slew of the Palin and joining uh mr frank on his podcast coming up on a very soon saturday i don't know if i'm supposed to say the date i don't want to spill too much for frank but uh yeah we're gonna do a podcast with him man i'm looking forward to that uh frank's a super energetic dude and uh he's doing great things with the slay nation tournament so what's up frank thanks for being here brother always appreciate you uh you got anything else jay no sir let's get this show on the road ladies and gentlemen Mr. Jeff Jones. What's What's up guys?
2: What up, Jeff? <laughs> Thanks, man.
3: <laughs>
1: What's happening, brother? How you doing?
3: I'm good, man. Uh crazy enough, I'm a soccer coach now. Like I don't know nothing about soccer.
1: You driving you a, a, a mini f- you driving oh, a minivan too,
2: <laughs> I don't drive a minivan. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hey. I got a Prius, silly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's great.
2: That's great. Uh, So
3: anyway, that's what I just got done doing.
1: Oh, right on, man. Well, I mean, at least, you know, you're down in the south. And, uh, I mean, I'd I'd deal with being a soccer coach right now instead of, you know, having 20-degree temps up here. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, it's like in the 40s
3: right now. So well, pretty chilly for here.
2: Just think about that, too. He's like down there by the Gulf. Yeah. I was like, and we're not yeah (laughs) we're not it's like we're like you know it's like our grass is white right now yeah (laughs) mine's brown yeah yeah see it's like yeah i mean yeah you you don't know what it's like up here bro it's hard no i don't i don't want to
3: either (laughs) (laughs) i'll stick with, with the south
1: we got mr slifka in the chat tuning in on the old youtubes what's up brother man you know we were talking about it before the show we we think we did a podcast with you before we're not a hundred percent sure yeah. and it's ages like ages ago I, <laughs> I forget who i was talking to on the phone today i'm like i couldn't even tell you how many podcasts i've done and oh, yeah. uh you know it goes back and we're like i think it was back in 2019 sometime so yeah. it, it's it's been a hot minute since we've uh gotten a chance to sit down that and sounds Chappity. about right yeah. Well, yeah oh my
3: goodness dude i'm, just, I'm looking right now 816 yeah. episodes
1: oh for all? us is
3: that it yeah. uh <laughs> yeah man so check that out 816
1: uh, yeah that's a low number. we we, we do it we do a, a little bit of content over here you know yeah you know how it goes we <laughs> got it going on man <laughs> but uh you know for the good folks that may have not heard that episode may not know who you are man why don't you just give us a little introduction where you're from sure you know how you got into fishing and uh you know fishing from a stand-up paddleboard bro well
3: man uh name's jeff jones you know obviously and uh, i live in mobile alabama i fish mississippi uh the gulf coast mississippi you know more than anything and it's just a hop and skip across the state line for me um i grew up fishing i actually a lot of the a lot of the places i fish are, are named after some of my ancestors so that's pretty cool to get to fish in, right. in areas that's like great.
1: that hmm. and
3: uh yeah man i honestly don't remember any time when i was a kid i wasn't fishing so that's how i got into it and uh it just kind of stuck you know
1: right huh so uh
3: I've been married 13 years got three kids and uh, they all like fishing too so <laughs> nice <laughs> yeah, yeah nice
1: nice well let's let's backtrack there so you yeah. fish a lot of waters that are named after your ancestors is that yeah. just because your family roots have just been yeah, man, in that deep <laughs> really really yeah. like how far back are we talking
3: yeah i don't even know that man <laughs> <laughs> so one of the bayous i fish is um in bangs lake and and uh, bangs island and that's named after my maternal you know uh ancestors so going back to great great greats got some
1: ancient
2: lineage going
1: on yeah yeah i mean do you got some like you know generational information on where the fish are going to be on any given point in day or what
3: yeah man so uh (laughs) when the sun comes up here you you gotta get the (laughs) rock yeah man
2: yeah
1: that's that's pretty cool man like none of
3: the cool stuff was passed down like that
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's that's cool though man to be able to fish Mm. some waters that's actually named after uh, some of your family members man like i couldn't even imagine that that has got to be i mean when you're out there you know fishing do you like ever sit back and think to yourself like like great 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 grandpa was might have been sitting in this spot catching a fish man that's that's wild
3: yeah no i do they did pass down some of the spots that they fished now that's that's pretty cool so i do fish a lot of the same areas and for a lot of the same species too. And uh, man, what's even, you know, I, I think it's cool. Anyway, one of the places I fish bangs Island is a uh, shell mid and it's uh, the Indians that were down here. They basically created the island by eating the oysters and they just piled oh, up wow. oysters over time. And so this Island is probably, I don't know, a couple hundred yards long uh, by, you know, 75 to a hundred yards wide. And it's literally just oyster shells that they created from eating oysters. So,
1: That's a lot. lot That's a lot of oysters. That's a lot of time
3: to to make that. So, yeah,
1: that's cool, man. That's very cool. So, you know, you said you fish uh, the Mississippi Gulf Coast and stuff Mm -hmm. when you're out there. What are you primarily chasing?
3: Uh, Well, I've got my favorites, but most of the time I'm after redfish and speckled trout. Uh, I like tarpon, and Mm -hmm. uh, they're it's been tough for them and uh flounder of course that's another one of my favorites so yeah
1: which one's your uh favorite to uh take home for some table fare
3: speckled trout and flounder man
1: Hmm. yeah you and dustin are like brothers i was gonna say you
2: guys are real (laughs)
3: similar yeah i flounder man i I, yeah i have a hard time releasing all of them
1: Those those are the ones that are like flat, sit on the bottom, kind of blend yeah. in with the sand, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah
3: that's them. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's pretty awesome. You ever done like the spearing for those things? Yeah, yeah. Like I've seen guys like do yeah. that. Like they'll go out at night and shine lights and just kind of spear them. That's kind of cool too.
3: Yeah, actually, I got a boat. Uh, me and my dad rigged up with uh, with flounder lights on the front of it, and uh,
1: hmm.
3: yeah, we done that as a kid too. Nice. Yeah nice man. i still got a uh flounder gig from like 20 something years ago so that's
1: awesome yeah. that's awesome passed pass, pass down passed down through the generations or
3: yeah well my dad made it for me while he was uh, working construction i was a kid i was like 10 years old he made it for me still got it so that's, that's cool. rad that's yeah. rad very
1: cool man how'd you get into the stand-up paddleboard man like Cause you went from a kayak to the stand-up paddleboard, right?
3: Yeah, yeah, that's right. So I started out in uh, in a Vibe Sea Ghost. Well, <clears throat> originally starting out in a kayak, I was in like this uh, cheap, like uh, I don't even know what it was. Now it's a Pelican something, but it was uh, it got me started, and uh, that was the main thing. And then I went from that to a uh, Perception uh, Striker. Okay. And then from there, I went to a Vibe Sea Ghost, and then when they came out with the Vibe Maverick, I was like, man, I got to check this thing out. Uh, cause I was getting into more, uh, trying to get into more like throw and go stuff, just like, just have something in the back of my truck. And it just, it kind of fit the bill and, uh, I got into it, loved it. So, and now I've started fly fishing and it's even better.
1: That's cool. That's cool, man. I'm, so uh, go ahead, Jay.
2: I was going to say, so what do you own right now? These like, what your kayaks and up? Um, actually,
3: man, I've got a, a Cubera, Yellowfin, a uh, Shearwater, a, uh, the Skipjack 90, and I've got yeah. a boat too, so.
2: Is that, that Shearwater looks pretty good. Is that thing pretty? I've been in it more than anything lately. Yeah. I really like it. Yep. I always like that, the, the look of that one. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, a nice guy. The colors are cool too, are those. they like, they're real vibrant.
3: <laughs> yeah. So I got a, I got one that was gray. The, uh. Uh, the raven color, mm-hmm. and I named it the Queen Anne's Revenge because Blackbeard. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, at least you're not a dark, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: There's that uh cubera up on the yep. up on That's the that oh, yep.
2: looks, looks pretty good. Yep. Yeah.
1: It's like they took a kayak and just chopped the, the gunnel walls off of it, you know, and made yeah. it flat. It's pretty sweet. Are yeah, you made it really easy to lose gear? So. Yeah. Oh, I bet. I bet.
2: I bet you gotta tether everything you can. Um yeah. well
3: I don't care much anyway, but yeah, some people tether a lot. Are you alive. are you using the actual seat
2: or are you doing a cooler?
3: No, I've got a seat. Um yeah, actually seat. the seat that's on the on the screen there. Yep.
2: Okay,
1: yeah. nice. Yeah, no, uh, I've used guys. the cooler
2: before, but yeah. yeah, that seat's where it's at. Gotcha. Yeah, I think it's more for like the skinny dudes. Like, they can, yeah. they can, like, dance a jig on top of the cooler yeah. and not, like, fall. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, speaking of that, like, how is the stability on that thing?
2: Oh, it's great, man.
3: Um Yeah, stand up to, to sight fish for reds, you know, stand up to pee. You know, everybody does it, you know, turn sideways. You can do it. Gotcha. I mean, of course, you got to test the, you know, you got to test okay. it. You got to find out where it's at. But oh, yeah. It'll dump you, but. If you
2: know your limits, you're good.
1: Nice, nice, yeah.
2: Brian, so man. Brian can't use one of those down south because he sees a spider, <laughs> snake. Hey man, it's, yeah. it's easier but, to run on the top <laughs> of the
1: water that way. <laughs>
2: yeah, I know. Yeah. You, you you know, summon your uh, inner Jesus on that one, huh? Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll park that stuff like the Red Sea. I'm just saying.
1: <laughs> well, in <and> that. <clears throat> That's something, too, man, like you brought up. You just had a recent gator encounter that you said was uh, kind of yeah. gnarly. I just had my first gator encounter out of a kayak um, when I was down in Florida for the, the KBF event here, I don't know what, two weeks ago. And I was back in this channel fishing the marina, and, you know, the left side was, you know, all boat docks and stuff. The right side was all, like, talk, because Got your happy price, price line. And all of a sudden, like I just seen something green, like in brown, move in a splash. And I just saw reeds moving left and right, like heading my <laughs> direction. I was like, nope, that's it. I'm out of here. Yeah. Pegged that Newport motor, spun around, and just got out of there as
2: fast as I could. <laughs> <clears throat> oh,
1: man. What if your motor didn't work? Uh,. <clears throat> Probably would have had to uh, gone back to the hotel to change my shorts. <laughs> let's just let's just leave it at that. It would have been like in the movies. You're like,
2: oh, oh, oh I like can't turn on.
1: Well, and the and the bad part was too is I lost my paddle earlier in the morning. My paddle is somewhere on the bottom of Lake Kasemi somewhere. So like I didn't even have something like big and heavy to like smack at it. You know like fishing rods only going to do so much you know but dude uh,
2: you lost your paddle too yeah like because i know matt ball did as well
1: yeah i don't know how i did it but uh i lost it it's somewhere and i didn't realize it till later in the day dude i like i was talking to jimmy jimmy skinner and i like looked down i was like where's my paddle
2: There's <laughs> 350 bucks floating around on the water
1: the... uh it was a it was a new canoe paddle so it wasn't um, that much but like you know still i mean a couple yeah it,
2: yeah they're not cheap that's for yeah. sure
1: so so let's hear jeff like yeah i mean and you're you dealing know, with these things like how how do you deal with them and uh i don't know man you got bigger cojones than i do because yeah, well, Gators, Gators, 380. <laughs> well, there you go. There's a there's an option. Yeah. I mean,
2: you gonna go hand to hand?
3: Yeah. So no this this little canal that I fish for tarpon man it's it's not wide it's like ten foot wide, and I was paddling down it. I was in my skipjack ninety man a little kayak nine foot kayak, mm-hmm. and just fly fishing in there. And uh I said, the canal. All right. So I got to give you a little backstory on the canal. It goes from a bayou to a gator farm like a legit gator farm where they're raising gators and charging tourists outrageous money to feed a gator a marshmallow so i'm headed down this canal and occasionally their gators would get loose and that's what happened man this this big old big old girl man probably 10 12 foot long comes sliding off the bank in front of me (laughs) and of course, I'm not to where the good fishing is, you know. Yet and she's yeah. she's just sitting there in the water, and I'm like, "All right, what you what you gonna do?" I'm gonna slow up and you know see what's going on here, and she just goes under. So I'm like, oh, okay. All right, "I'm gonna book it." And so I started yeah. taking off, and she comes up again in front of me, like a few hundred yards away, and she's blocking the canal again. And uh, so she just kind of she didn't really get aggressive then, but she was blocking my way. It was just kind of uneasy. Well, she went down one more time, and this time she stayed there. I didn't see her going forward. You know, yeah. they, they push a lot of water, and uh, so I get kind of over the top of where she's at, and I'm paddling, I'm paddling <laughs> hard, man. And uh, she comes up beside me and just takes a swat at my paddle. And uh, oh, that's
1: yeah. Like with her tail or with her mouth?
3: No, with her mouth. Oh, that'll like, make that'll make your stink fucker. pucker. Yeah. Wait,
1: wait a minute, man. <laughs> yeah. Like like all right. <laughs> All right, let's let's take this yeah. back a step. Yep. Okay. <laughs> to 12-foot gator just yeah. slithers into the water in front of you, kind of mm. sits there, you start paddling after she goes down, she pops up again. That wasn't like Hey, red flag! Let's turn around and go
2: home.
1: Come on, bro. As
3: long as I've been around here, I've never had like an aggressive gator ever. Like that's
1: crazy.
2: Do
3: anything, and then this one—I mean, she was just looking for a marshmallow. She wasn't trying to eat me or nothing. She just wanted a free snack. Well,
2: that's how it
1: starts. That's how it starts. Yeah. Yeah. she was thinking look at jeff jones he looks like a little snack (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah. so i guess
3: like my paddle splashes man i guess i just mimic you know people throwing big old marshmallows in the water because that's what they eat at the gator farm that's
1: what makes that would make sense for sure like injured fish on the surface something you know their food hitting the top like did you end up with like uh teeth marks in your paddle blade
3: no she was it wasn't like an aggressive like really hard bite she was there her head was there her mouth was there and she just kind of
2: so. Yeah, well, and that goes and that, and that goes with anything, right? Like that's why they tell people don't feed gators out in the wild. Absolutely. Now, now yeah. they're associating person with yeah. food, and you could yep. become the food if, if, like, the situation you know works that way. I mean, the
3: the worst part was where you know where it was at. That canal was really small, and that could have turned in pretty dangerous. You know, if it oh, just sure. flipped me or whatever. But yeah, that's the only I mean, time I've I, ever had any issues with how, a gator.
1: How wide bank to bank are we talking like in that canal?
3: 10 foot, nine foot. Uh, it kind of varies, it's not wide at all. Yeah, that's yeah. You're
1: I mean, right, you got bro. a
2: nine foot kayak, so I mean, there you go. Yeah, so <laughs> when the gator
3: turns around in the canal, like you see both ends of the gator, it's that small of a canal. Oh, no, dude,
2: so. what you.
1: You yeah. need to go tomorrow to a doctor and get your head checked, bro. Okay.
2: <laughs> Come on, no, man. You yeah. just
3: got to see the fishing in there,
2: man. <laughs> I, already, already
1: would,
2: I already would have had the bazooka out. Like yeah,
1: right. Bazooka? Yeah. I'd be yeah. throwing dynamite. Yeah,
3: know. <laughs> you know? Yeah, so it got so scary when we like legit. After that happened, I texted a couple of my buddies and told them where I was at. And he's like, "Look, man, if I go missing, here's where I'm. Look for the twelve
1: foot gator. I'll be inside." Yeah, Yeah.
3: I told him a little what was going on, sent him location. Like, don't tell my wife right now.
2: Like, don't don't call her. (laughs) You're like, I'm still gonna fish this spot. I don't want to give it up yet. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, typically they're usually like most wildlife, right? Where they're more afraid of you than you are of them, type deal. You know, so it's. I mean, I get that. Like, I that one that slithered into the water. I'm sure he saw me and kind of got freaked out and was just like, "Yep, I'm out of here." You know, some some weird creature in a floating plastic boat near me. You know, yeah. it was only a four footer. Yeah. The one I saw.
2: Yeah, yeah, but they they are predators and they know it. So I mean, I mean, yeah, they don't want to really mess with you, but I mean, they they're not also, scared either. Yeah, they also know yeah. that they're like, all right, get close enough.
1: Yeah. well and in jeff you could probably correct me if i'm wrong because you probably know more about this than i but like typically when they get a little little agitated is during mating season right like when yeah. there's a mating season going on they get a little
3: yeah little itchy. I i never go anywhere near a nest because that's just that's just being stupid
1: yeah. yeah yeah when when is that season typically like down south
3: uh sometime in the spring man i just i know it because their nests are massive they're just like they're eight to ten foot humongous mounds and usually when you see that don't go to i don't even know what time of year it is i know it's in the spring but i don't know what month or whatever so i just never go near them does that i mean
1: i don't i don't try to go near them ever
3: (laughs) yeah Yeah. never (laughs) does that
2: deter you from certain fishing locations
3: not really
1: not really they're
3: they're in the marsh more than more than anything when they're nesting and typically in the spring the marsh isn't great fishing anyway so yeah
2: and, that's Ian, good... well, and you got your
3: 380 so you're good yeah <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'll stop something it's got those zombie rounds in it so. i was gonna
2: say that's like a baby yeah. nine dude that's like yeah, i was gonna say
1: 380 like come on man like like you for... have like uh a whoa what's Light that up. big like revolver like a what's judge was that yeah right. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah <laughs> <like a> <laughs> the, the things like, that they use to shoot is. bears you know yeah. like, <laughs> that's what, like what
2: i'm using all the water is off like where'd the water go
1: <laughs> so <laughs> you you were saying back in this canal where you were trying to go you were actually going to try and chase some tarpon right
3: yeah that's right
1: that's uh, we need it. It's
3: go. it's one of the places in in Mississippi you can go and catch tarpon, speckled trout, redfish, uh, and bass all in the same spot. And mm. sometimes there's bluegill. It just depends on salinity. So,
2: so I mean, is is there like the? I mean, is it just? You said it was only like ten feet wide. Is it the whole like river? No, it tree? opens.
3: It opens up um, further in there, and there's a couple canals that actually connect to it, like okay. drainage ditches and stuff going into it. And that's the spots, man, because where gotcha. those uh, currents converge, fish just hang out, and nobody goes back there. Hmm. Uh, it's just, probably because there's no access.
1: It's yeah. probably more uh, because of the 12-foot gator that spans that the way to the it. canal. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah. from one end of the canal, yeah. <laughs> I know.
2: He's like, and that's the one thing everyone's banking on. It's like, you know, we can go, but I have to warn you yeah. about yeah, the right. fifth turn. Right. You know? It's like, no, that's on the way to the good spot. Yeah. You really want to just be quiet through that area? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Make, make sure you bring the heat with. You're, yeah. you're going to want some form of, some well, form you know,
2: of weapon. I can see him doing, too. Like, you know, you're going through the area and you're, like, bringing, like, now that we know it's marshmallows, you're, like, throwing them off, like, flares, like, (laughs) on a fighter jet, you know? know? (laughs) Just, like, get by, you know?
1: (laughs) Oh, that's great. That's great. So, I know you're you're big into fly fishing now. Has fly fishing now, like, has that been something you've been doing for a long time? Like, Uh, going back into these two years now?
3: Two years, yep.
1: So. What what kind of made you drop the conventional rod and get into, like, the fly fishing end of things?
3: All right, so my wife, um, she's a she's a, she's over our children's department at our church, and they sent her on a conference to Gatlinburg.
0: And
3: okay. I, she had conferences to do all day, and I was like, well, I'm going to fish. And, you know, obviously, you want to fly fish when you're up there for trout. So yeah. I bought this little uh, small three-way, cheap. It was like a bass pro job. And I got up there, caught a few trout, and absolutely loved it. So I came home and got an Orvis Helios 3 in 8-weight. Yeah. (laughs) Now I've got several (laughs) rods.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, (laughs) it's all downhill from there, my friend. Yeah,
3: yeah. I've got a mountain of... uh, Debt into fly fishing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole different kind of debt, too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Bro, yeah. it's rough. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: That's like, I remember when I walked into a fly shop and I heard how much, like, the cheapest rod there was. And I was like,
1: Excuse me? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, How yeah. much? I, I, I laugh. I laugh when bass fishermen are like, Yeah, I got best rods ever man high-end 300 bucks 400 bucks and i'm (laughs) just chuckle a little bit like yeah get a high-end fly rod like there's a story uh, a friend of my dad his kid got in uh got heavy in his steelhead fishing you know up here tributaries and stuff and uh so he asked his buddy that knew more about fly fishing than he did to go pick him up a uh uh not top of the line rod, but like a little less than that, you know. Guy had money, came back, he's like, Here's the rod, you know. You owe me thirteen hundred bucks, and he was like, What? Like thirteen hundred bucks, like what are you talking about? But yeah, no, it's it's, it's expensive, lot. man. Especially you do it
3: in salt water because you gotta have a reel that's got drag and you gotta have something that'll that won't tear up in salt water, too. So.
1: Right, right, right. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. So, I mean, the one of my bucket list things to do is to catch a tarpon on a fly rod. Uh, I mean, you're going oh, yeah. back into those channels. You're catching some tarpon on the fly.
3: Yeah, I'm I'm catching small tarpon now. There's, it's a nursery that I'm fishing. So 30-inch max is about the biggest tarpon I've caught in there.
1: Yeah, but uh, still, but man, like a 30-inch tarpon. It's amazing.
3: Tarpon. A 30-inch tarpon, you're still going to want like a six weight because it'll okay. like, mess you up.
1: Coming tail dancing out of the water as usual, oh, yeah. all that stuff.
3: That's it, tail dancing, man. They hit like a freight train, dude. Uh, so,
1: so do
2: they do tarpon in any other area close to you come through seasonally?
3: Yeah, um, we got some barrier islands out on the coast of Mississippi and Alabama, and we have a, you know, we have a schools of big tarpon. I'm talking okay. like 100 to 150 pounders that, that swing wow. through in the summer. So, crazy, dude. And they're chasing red minnows and different, different uh, bait fish and they'll go to Louisiana and go back to Florida.
1: So. Huh. All right. So, uh, yeah, I, I just thing. looked up, uh, I will be to your house in 14 hours and <laughs> one minute. One minute. Let's do it, man. Let's you do want it. to know,
2: you want know <laughs> to know it's funny too. It's like, well, I don't know if you know this, Jeff, but I'm moving to just outside, uh, Knoxville yeah. in April. But you're from what I'm looking here to mobile, to mobile, Alabama. It's, uh, probably. Seven and a half hours, eight hours. Yeah. You know, from my house where I'm gonna be at. That's a day trip, man. It's yeah. It's eight <laughs> hours from here to there. Yeah. You
1: know, <laughs> <laughs> that's eight hours like to your house. Well, yeah.
2: hey man, it only takes about an hour, man, and
3: you can have all the fun you want when it's orphan. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's wild. So are you um cause I'm always curious, man. Like you know, I got heavy into fly fishing for a hot minute there and uh you know it was uh you know got into fly fishing you'd start buying some flies all that stuff and then you start tying your flies yeah and then like i even went to the extent of building a fly rod and like things like yeah. that man like so are you are you tying up your own flies and stuff too? i am
3: man I, I decided pretty 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 early on in my fly fishing that i wanted to uh i wanted to tie about 90 percent of the flies i'm using so uh they don't look good, but they catch fish. So yeah.
2: <laughs> you're like, I ain't gonna be posting any pictures. But <laughs> yeah.
3: I've stumbled onto a couple of gems that are uh, that work pretty good. Uh, one of my favorite lures in conventional world is a miradine uh, for trout for well, pretty much anything in inshore. And I decided I was gonna try to imitate that with a fly, and uh, I tied that, and it's that's a pretty good one. Uh, and then I've also got a crawfish fly that just have caught some of the pickiest bass i've ever seen
2: so no is that like a weighted fly or is that oh yeah it's like a and
3: yeah. duck like okay. watching watching ear <laughs> it's it's got so, a tungsten uh, head on it and it's uh it's heavy it's you could probably cast it with a casting rod gotcha yeah
1: it's so a mirror a mirodyne i'm pulling it up here it, it mm-hmm. kind of looks like a uh almost like a like a is there a spook bait kind of, but like more of like a condensed like shad pattern, right?
3: Yep. It's got a flat uh, profile uh, from the top down and a shad shad shaped and it'll it'll suspend in the water uh, and twitch back and forth. Yep. That's
1: yeah, it. yeah. See, huh.
3: I'm sure I got a picture of the five and you, sorry, man. My
1: dog. Hey man, he's excited. We're excited. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, I want to be on the pod. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> guest appearance, bro. Um, no, that's interesting, man. So,
3: uh, so like, this—I know I'd, I could probably share it a different way, but this is kind of what what it looks like. Um,
1: okay. Okay. Yeah. You using like synthetic hair on that?
3: Yeah. Um, Got some f- uh, EP fibers, and, Okay. Uh, yeah, I yeah. just wait okay. to hook with some lead or or whatnot. I put a big eye on it.
1: Nice, 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 nice. You know, I've I, like, it's funny just thinking back. Like, I've made, like, that was the one kind of fly I was like always looking for. Like, what can I make that's going to represent like a small bait fish like that? Mm-hmm. And I forget the name of the pattern, dude, but it almost looks exactly like a minnow, like a silver shad or, um, in its, uh, its duck feathers, the underbelly feathers from a mallard. Yeah. So it's kind of got that black, white, and you kind of had to wrap them, wrap them, wrap them. But the the way that that thing moved through the water, and the way that those feathers like condensed down, but still had some movement to them, one of the sexiest things ever. I'll have to yeah. look up that pattern and send it yeah. to you, dude. It's it, it's killer.
3: Crazy enough, man. I, I caught a wood duck the other day and uh, and plucked all the feathers out of it.
1: So you somebody a, sh- wait, wait, yeah, wait 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 yeah, wait,
2: yeah. Wait.
3: caught a wood duck wait, or you wait. shot a wood duck no 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 this is my second duck to catch all right so we'll we'll start with the wood duck the second one all right somebody has shot this duck down and I seen it in the bayou and I was like man that's the best looking decoy I've ever seen in my life like it was just sitting <laughs> in the water, like not moving and I'm like I gotta go check this thing out man see what kind of decoy it is. so I go there and uh it was actually a live duck and he was just he was hurt i just picked him up i knew he was gonna die and i was like this is some fly time material here yeah buddy so i got him but actually the first duck i caught was on the fly rod and it was very much uh a whale it was a redhead hen and she was diving i was in a canal she was feeding or whatnot and i was casting and her foot got hung into the bend of one of my hooks and that was a that was pretty fun pretty fun fight a Little bit in the air, a little bit in the water.
2: <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, how does that go? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? All right, yeah.
1: I remember as a kid, uh, we used to go to the, the lake in town, Crystal Lake, and uh we'd rent a rowboat, like we'd we'd go mow lawns and stuff, take our money and go up to the lake, rent a little rowboat, and we'd fish. And uh what were those pre rigged like three hook plastic worms, man? Who makes those? Somebody's watching Kelly worms. Knows. Yeah, Uh, Yeah. so Buddy casts it out and like this duck goes like swimming after it and like, so he reels it in real quick and I'm like, dude, don't cast over there man, you're gonna end up hooking that duck so what's the idiot do? He casts it right back there, duck like chomps down on it because he thinks it's a, a, a freaking worm swimming through the water hooks it in the bill and dude I'm telling you like at this point in time we're probably like 14 you know and it's like what do we do now you know yeah. and it was the same thing like yeah. jeff was saying some was in the water some was in the air some was underwater like yeah so we ended up getting that duck like into the side of the boat and got it unhooked and it 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 got away unharmed <laughs> had a little piercing in the bill but that's crazy man it's wild you know-
3: it's, I had the same experience uh, down in Miami. I was trying to catch peacock bass, and it was by a bunch of like muscovy ducks, tame ducks, and they were trying to get the lure just as much as the peacock bass were. Man, was, I had a harder time not catching a duck than I did catching a peacock. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, that's like up here. You know, we got seagulls like diving at baits and stuff. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're, you know, working at top water like you're talking about doing. Yeah. But yeah, that's wild, man. Yeah, see, so mean, man. are you, are you fishing just primarily saltwater only?
3: No, man. I fish, uh, everything. Actually lately I've been fishing more freshwater creeks than anything. Okay. Uh, I, I've kind of got into this, uh, this blue line kick where I'm just stopping at of water and checking it out. And uh, man, it's paying off really good. Uh, I'm catching a lot of bass and a lot of different sunfish species
0: nice
1: nice very cool no i'm always curious man like i was talking to a guy today about uh you know uh we we were talking uh guys like a, a cub scout leader and he teaches a lot of you know scouts how to fish and things like that and he's big into fly fishing and then we uh we are talking about, uh, the schools by his, his home, you know, a lot of them have, uh, high school bass teams and things like that. I brought up Jackson or, you know, now the kids fishing at the collegiate level started in the kayak world. And, uh, he's like, it would be really cool. Like if they had something where like you had to fish freshwater, saltwater, water you know, both like inshore, offshore and like all yeah. that kind of stuff. Like it'd be a cool competition, like where they change up the styles of fishing, like every tournament or something.
3: So. Yeah. Make it an angler tournament.
1: Yeah, like exactly.
3: What can you do on everything? Yeah. Exactly. I love that idea, man.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so we were, we were talking about that today, man. And it's unique. Cause like, I, I mean, I'll admit like I've grown up in the upper Midwest my entire life and I've, I've never fished saltwater. I'm like super fascinated, had my opportunity, was supposed to fly out beginning of April, COVID hit in March and that trip got canceled. So, and I haven't rescheduled it yet, but it's going to happen this year. Whether I'm coming to Jeff Jones's house or Dustin Nichols, like somebody's <laughs> taking me saltwater fishing, <laughs> damn it! but yeah. no, it's cool, man, because it's a, it's a different unique beast, you know, and, and to be, uh, you know, well-versed. In, in both i think it, that's super cool especially for folks that live near near the coast like you do
3: yeah man so i i kind of branded uh brackish coast and the brackish fly that's my uh youtube and and podcast and everything uh because of that because i've not set on any certain species or certain body of water i kind of fish at all so
1: and that's that's just like our man dustin man i, I know we keep going back to that but like he's the same way. He's just as good on the salt as he is on the fresh, you know. Um for you guys tuning in uh live, I'm just dropped the link down to uh Jeff's podcast, uh The Brackish Fly. If you guys are listening, you guys can go find it on Spotify and I'm sure any other platform, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Just search The Brackish Fly and yeah. uh subscribe to that. Start I think listening. I'm Three
3: episodes in, and actually recording another one tonight with a guy that uh, that wrote the book on red oh, eye nice. fishing.
0: Oh, nice! Yeah.
3: So, but it's been fun, man. I, I enjoy doing the podcast and, and doing this. It's a lot of fun.
1: Yeah. So, what made you kind of like decide? Hey, let's uh, let's start a podcast and start talking about this. Well,
3: so I got a I got a buddy that that I fish with a lot, and he's on some of my my brackish coast videos on YouTube, uh, Mr. Matt Tharrell he was like man we should just start a talk show like a morning show on the radio i was like dude we can't do that like we're not radio hosts He was like let's start a podcast i was like yeah let's do it and we're both musicians so we both had a lot of equipment to do it and we just started and uh come to find out i love it
1: nice nice (laughs) yeah i mean i like it too with the exception of jay but you know it is (laughs) what it is (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
2: right. it happens man
1: no i'm kidding no, i'm kidding what do you think is been like the biggest struggle getting it going finding the time to do it
3: uh, i'm a business owner like i got my own business in that Whew, god dude i'm sure the business owners understand yeah it's uh 24 7 phone nope. never stops ringing
1: what kind of uh business you in man
3: man it's gonna sound weird but i do cemetery work i'm a grave digger and headstones monuments okay yeah okay. all that so, stuff so i'm in the death industry it. yeah <laughs> somebody I mean, needs to get somebody needs to get some money off of it. Right?
2: <laughs> you know that's like it's like the one business that's not going anywhere yeah you know right
1: yeah that's job security right there man oh yeah. yes <laughs> no i i mean i used to be a business owner as well man and it was the same way like just non-stop phone calls all day all night so yeah. i get it man i get it i get it so um so you said you guys are three episodes in yeah, yeah, I
3: started last year, but honestly, the quality I was I was putting out, I wasn't satisfied with, so I just put cut the plug on it, and I've got a bunch of episodes that I'm, nobody will ever hear, but uh, this year, I got upgraded a lot of equipment, and uh, finally got the audio where I want it, so I'm putting out an episode a week, and I think I've got uh, about six recorded so far. So.
1: Oh, nice, dude. Nice. Yeah. Are you releasing them on any certain day of the week? or
3: Yep, Saturdays at 5 o'clock.
1: In the evening or yeah, morning?
3: In the evening. Um, okay. Central time.
1: Right on. Right on. Um, I got to ask you this because you live in Alabama. How close are you to Greenbow? Never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> Forrest Gump, man. Forrest Gump.
3: Well, it was filmed in by the Battery, and that's like I, 20 I minutes know. away.
1: I give I give people from Alabama a hard time all the time because they're like there's no such thing as Greenbow, Alabama. So I always bring yeah. it up. Bring you know, recently they
3: tore the house down that uh, that they filmed here. Really? Yeah. Oh it man. It's kind of a yeah. Was that because of pre-tips. Jedi.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Probably. You know, Jedi.
2: That's so bad. I'm not doing that again. <laughs>
1: I may not be a smart man, but I do know what love is. <laughs> <laughs> and see the, the,
3: <laughs> the other day one of my kids asked, like, who's Forrest Gump?" I'm like, hey, I'm going to school. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Pull up the chair, kids. Yeah. We <laughs> to do some learning.
2: Yeah.
1: That's great, man. Um, so I mean, what's next, man? Like, you got the YouTube going, you're starting the podcast, you're fly fishing, you're doing a bunch of freshwater, man. Like what's uh what's kind of your goals for 2022?
3: Uh, well I've got a few trips planned already. Um I'm going back to the Sawanee River or the Wasissa River. I'm going to chase Sewanee bass, and I'm pretty sure it's Wasissa nice. River. Uh going for that. Um going to Chase Bartram's bass in North Georgia. Um, the Cahaba bass. I'm I'm trying to check off the, all the black bass species this year.
0: That's and cool. Pretty much the only ones
3: I'm missing is a few of the red eyes and Guadalupe. And at some point, maybe this summer I'm gonna go after Guadalupe. Uh, gonna go back to Tennessee for trout. Um, planning another Ohio trip for smallmouth. So when
2: are you going yep. back to Tennessee?
3: Uh my kid's spring break, man. I think it's
2: in April. Oh, wow. we're gonna miss each other then.
1: Yep. That's that's code for he doesn't want to hang out with you, Jay. No, they're, they're
2: like, totally man. Would, man. <laughs> He's like, Oh, I swear. Yeah. Oh, okay, Jeff. <laughs> you know, you know it's, it's really weird that you planned your trip at the same time I'm moving down there. i it's <laughs> you know? oh,
1: funny. It's funny. So with with all the bass species, are you trying to do those all on the fly or are you doing conventional gear on that too? I or a mixture it. of both?
3: kind of a mixture of both i started it on conventional but now i've kind of switched over to fly and eventually i'm going to go back and do them all on fly um, nice kind of the only one i'm missing on fly is shoal bass right now so everything else has been on fly
1: i i know a few guys over there in georgia that are infamous for uh some shoalies i could probably switch up with
3: that's a fun bass <laughs>
1: <laughs> well they keep they keep I got an open invite and uh shout out to uh Clay Ragsdale, Garrett Pate, all those guys from Veterans Kayak Fishing, you know. Like yeah. I, I get a message probably once every other month or so, like when you coming down, bro. Like you keep <laughs> talking about it when you coming down, and I'm like, I got you, I got you. <clears throat> yeah, but uh no, that's it's that's cool. Like it, it has it been done before where all this black bass species have been caught on the fly.
3: I'm sure. I haven't actually looked into it, but I'm sure it has. Maybe.
1: <laughs> that'd be, I mean, that'd be interesting to know if somebody has done that. I yeah. mean, fly fishing for, for bass, especially like smallmouth and stuff in the rivers, that's become more and more popular over the past few years, it seems like. So I'm sure somebody's probably attempted it. Yeah. I just don't know if it's been done.
3: I've been telling people, man, I trade redfish for smallmouth. Like those jokers are something else, man.
1: Really? Really?
3: Oh yeah, absolutely. Man, you yeah, can have redfish. I'll take smallmouth.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's weird because I think like a lot of guys that can catch smallmouth all the time would say the opposite. Like, you know, because it's redfish yeah. isn't a, a a species that they can fish for or catch all the time. So it's, it's kind of interesting. Yeah. You know, we have so
3: them. many redfish here in Mississippi, man, you don't even have to target them. Like, if you target trout, you'll catch redfish. If you target flounder, you'll catch redfish. They're <laughs> there. They're just everywhere, and they'll eat anything you put in front of them. Now, I'm I'm not going to pass one up. Mm-hmm. as telling, tailing, you know. I'm going to throw something at it, but you, know, you don't even have to target them to catch them.
2: What's the biggest one you caught?
3: Uh, didn't measure, but I'm going to guess around 40-something pounds. Redfish? Yeah.
2: Holy that crap. Was,
3: that was actually on a pier, so it was a big bull red. Yeah.
1: Holy crap.
3: That's massive. You guys yeah.
1: get uh snook over by you, or is that too far no, north?
3: No, it's too far north. I okay. wish, because that's another one I like chasing too.
1: <laughs> nice, nice, nice. When it when you're fly fishing for the redfish and the sea trout and stuff, are you using like shrimp patterns? Or like I know like that's usually a pretty common thing, right? Because they're usually up in the marshes chasing yep. shrimp.
3: It, it kind of depends on what they're keying in. Sometimes I'll, I, most of the time, I'll start with a minnow pattern and suspend, okay. And then uh, if they're not anywhere near the surface of the water, um, I'll go to something deeper like a shrimp or uh, even a crab imitation. Just something that's getting, yeah, yeah, on the yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just kind of work the water columns. Uh, usually shrimp are on the bottom and bait fish are on the top. So Interesting. I swap it up like that.
1: You taking multiple fly rods out with you, like rigged up with the different patterns, or are you just bringing one rod, one reel? And no, I am usually taking
3: simple? usually taking two fly rods with me—a six weight and eight weight. Um, my eight weight is going to have the weighted flies, the heaviest weighted, and my six weight is going to be the lighter fly.
1: It's so. pretty rad. I like it. Again, I could be there in fourteen hours.
3: Let's do it, man. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I got to work tomorrow.
3: Yeah, well, call in sick.
1: Uh, yeah. dude i wish i could, you I, got wish the I, could. Vi-
2: I got the vid i got
3: the yeah.
1: Vid. <laughs> yeah yeah oh we get two think weeks I, off in, right? I think, I think i i think i have a fever <laughs> i i should go rest in mobile alabama sorry yeah. boss doctor said get plenty of sun and heat yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh that's great man that's great right on dude um I dig what you're doing, and it, it's definitely different, right? Like, you know, we had J.D. DeRozier on a, a few weeks yeah. back, and uh, you know, he's been doing big in the the paddle stand up paddle boards, and Ooh. you know, you're doing it. More and more people. I mean, one of our hosts, uh, Brad Hicks, he's been rocking that uh, pretty much all fall and winter up in Ohio, chasing smallmouth. You know it's uh like you said you got more into the grab and go and i think that's what like the big appeal is to it right
3: absolutely man the simplicity is just amazing especially for fly fishermen there's really nothing on the deck uh you put a seed in it you know grab one fly rod you're good to go and the one i use the the has got the deck pad so i just use that as a fly box i'll stick a few flies into the deck pad nice or in this hat, actually, I usually have flies in it, but I got a new fly box today and unloaded <laughs> everything off my hat. In there. <laughs> I,
1: I how I mean that's gotta help too for stealth, right? I mean, I'm sure a kayak mm. is super stealthy, but salt saltwater fish like what you're chasing are kind of skittish, right? So having that stealth yeah. approach on the stand-up paddleboard's got to play a huge role, right?
3: It, occasionally, they're they're skittish. You know, we got really dirty water here in mississippi and uh if they've been pressured a lot and it's really calm day they'll they're pretty they're pretty tough you need a, a 40 foot cast to get to them but uh man are sometimes they're just stupid and mm-hmm. you can walk right up and drop something on them
1: using like a nine foot rod or ten yeah nine foot nine foot yeah just get that extra oomph mm-hmm.
3: man i'd say one of my favorite catches on fly so far though i caught a I uh, i caught a redfish on a four weight I was oh. speckled trout fishing, and he just came out of nowhere. And it was a slot red, about a 20-incher, and he just wrecked me. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's got to be a gas. Yeah. I thought he was going to break the rod several times.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've told this story before, man. Like, the first time – like, I, I was similar to you, man. I, I bought a cheap fly rod from, like – I think it was, like, Sports Authority, and it was, like, yeah. 35 bucks. And I went up to the uh, – one of the tributaries running on, on a lake Michigan, and we running and i hooked into a 17 pound king salmon and by the time i landed that thing there was no gears no drag left in that reel whatsoever yeah and it was like a seven weight rod and this thing's freaking jumping and everything so i i mean it's it like like i tell people like fly fishing is like fishing for like a really big fish with ultra light tackle, right? Absolutely. Like, yeah. It's, it's so rad when you, when you hook into a huge fish and you're trying to fight them, you know, and a lot of that, you know, it's not like real and playing them. Like you got to play them with the line in your hand and holding mm-hmm. the rod and playing them with that too, man. It's, it, it can be tricky.
3: Yeah. Locked I'm still, it. I'm still new at it, but most of the fish I catch, I don't, I don't put on the reel. I'll, I'll use them. You know, I'll hand line them in. So. Yep.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty much the same way, man, unless unless they get to that run and they're just kind of sitting there doing like head shakes, you know, and you can Mm. real quick reel up the slack line while you're kind of holding it with your rod hand, you know. But I mean, even still, it's just so much funner just hand lining them in like absolutely you get to feel everything. (laughs) (laughs) That's like, you know, like we're going to do this weekend, Jay, a little little hand lining some pike in through the ice hole, you know, pretty much. (laughs)
2: Chasing <laughs> uh, hot dogs <laughs> there you go
1: there you go but uh no man it's it's all good stuff dude um looking it's like jeff's gonna run out of juice yeah, yeah I'm about... <laughs> we're <He's> we're, like... <laughs> we're we're winding down here man we're uh pretty much almost at an hour but uh yeah no i dig what you're doing man and i look forward to it i'm gonna go uh subscribe to the old podcast uh catch up on that man i i love listening to other guys' stuff dude that's cool
3: i've got uh i've got several videos i'm sitting on too but man i'm i'm having a hard time it's crazy man when i go fishing and break out the camera like the fish are just like nah bro but (laughs)
1: that's how it always goes right
3: (laughs) so i'm having a hard time even getting video content right now but um eventually i'll get back on the youtube game and and start uploading every week it's pretty infrequent right now right
1: on right on Mm. well for those of you listening and watching uh uh we dropped the uh his youtube channel down in the uh uh comment section so you guys could go uh give him a sub follow him and uh, those listening on all the podcast platforms will be sure to put those links uh, down in the show notes for you folks. So that way you can go uh, check it out and, you know, follow what Jeff is doing and all that good stuff, man. So, Jeff, we'll give you the floor, man. Any final thoughts, shout outs, anything like that, man, you want to throw out there before we wrap this thing up?
3: Yeah, man. i got to give some credit to vibe kayaks, man. They get me wherever I want to fish. <laughs> like, and I know that's just... It's just a brand I like. I love the people behind it. Josh Thomas, Miriam, man, they're just awesome people. Uh, I've made made friends in the family, you know, with the Vibe Kayaks team. And uh, bending branches, I mean, Gator hit the paddle and it didn't really do much to it. Yeah. And they just look good too, man. <laughs> I'm using that Angler Navigator. And, oh, nice. Uh, God, nice. dude, I love it great paddle! y'all you know, was talking about losing paddles one of my one of my kids dropped off uh my original navigator Ooh. in the bayou one time and it was lost for about an hour and we oh. finally found it floating nice. <laughs> so yeah. got that and then uh you know we're talking about stand-up paddle boards, stuff falling over i uh, use you savior outdoors uh retrieval devices on my rods and, and my different things and i actually just shared a picture the other day man i've got a rod that should have been lost four different times and uh cause that retrieval device is still kicking. It's
0: that's a conventional
3: awesome. rod, so it don't get as much use as it used to, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so awesome. I even got man. them on the fly rod and I gotta say, man, the, the, the uh, the confidence and knowing that that rod is going to be, we mean, you know, for the next trip is, uh, is priceless. You know, it's worth every bit of cutting that cork off and blowing it on. So.
1: There you yeah, go. man. Heck yeah. yeah. Right on, brother. Well, we appreciate you uh joining us tonight, man. Sharing the good word and sure, uh man. catching up with you and uh hearing all the crazy stories and what you're doing <laughs> with the fly rod down there yeah. in the in the marshes and the bayou and all that stuff, man. It's it's good stuff.
3: It's fun, man. It's a lot of fun. You guys should definitely come check it out it's yeah. on my list was, of
1: things to do you had me at tarpon and fly
2: <laughs> yeah i was thinking about it dude i'm gonna be a lot closer to you now
3: do it just make it happen man uh do y'all know senior bass fishing juan carlos
1: yeah this is yeah I've, a Spanish. I've seen right.
3: so he uh he came fishing with me one time and like he's been every couple months since so he just left today from down here catching sheep bed and huh. uh, redfish so.
1: nice yeah, heck yeah, man. I
3: texted him the other day. I was like, man, uh, what you doing when you want to come fishing? He was like, I want to move down there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know that's what
2: this stuff does, dude. It's like yeah. you start fishing. I mean, it's it's easy to want to be somewhere else, that's for sure.
3: Yeah, so yeah, man, you definitely got to come check South Mississippi out. It's underrated for sure, man. So many fish down here. Uh, the water is not clear, so you can get away with chunking anything at them.
1: Well, and that's totally true, man. Because you hear a lot about Texas and Florida, and it's mm-hmm. like Mississippi, Alabama, and Louisiana. You don't hear a ton about maybe a little bit more on Louisiana yeah. side, but like you don't hear a ton about Mississippi or Alabama, which is crazy.
3: Yeah, Mississippi don't get no love, man. And uh, all that muddy water is coming from the rivers. So Alabama's got a little bit clearer water, but it's not still pretty muddy. And you can get away with chunking some some heavy line at them. So. Right on. and you can get right on fish too man uh, as long as the wind's blowing getting you a little chop mm-hmm. you can get right on top of fish and this it just makes it easy man heck yeah
1: sounds like my kind of fishing <laughs> i was just thinking the same thing i was like i need i need some effortless i mean
2: i mean aside from them jumping in the boat i mean i'm good yeah all right right
1: yeah You gotta figure that out <laughs> awesome man well we appreciate you brother thanks everybody tuning in and uh we will catch you next week and uh here's a couple final words from our special sponsors tight lines smooth paddle peace thanks for tuning in to another killer episode here on paddle and finn be sure to drop a five star rating a thumbs up or smash that subscribe button on any platform you're listening in on. Be sure to check us out on waypoint tv waypointtv.com make sure you sign up for the fantasy kayak fishing league at paddleandfin.com forward slash fantasy you could support this show through patreon patreon.com forward slash paddle fin don't forget to check out the website paddleandfin.com catch us on youtube